Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast, and I'm your moderator, <laughs> Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Huber. Hello. Daniel Bloodworth. <laughs> and Brandon Jones. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hi. Huber, what's your goal this week? Uh, my goal is to convince you to play Hellblade with headphones. Mm. Oh, Bloodworth, what is your goal this week? Um, I think I've been saying the word fishy too many times in the past <laughs> few podcasts. Yeah, so yeah, we, it's actually gotta, been happening. It's I gotta really street. avoid saying I'm fishy this week. Yeah, yeah, okay. Jones? Uh, this week I'm giving out thumbs. I'm gonna do a thumbs up and a thumbs down. Oh, cool, wow. Jones. I like that. <laughs> I better not get down. I'm introducing a new element. This was suggested on Twitter that we all do these. I'm going to test it out just by myself. I've written down a secret goal. I will reveal what the goal was at the end of the podcast. <laughs> but you've written it. I've written it oh, down. Oh, okay. Ooh. And we'll see if I can achieve that secret goal. It's like the magic trick when they bring out the briefcase. Oh, man. Every We're time. open it at the end. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh how'd they know? How'd they know? Okay. <laughs> Let's start our corrections. Begin corrections music, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said that uh, we're kind of over the localization hump, that a lot of games that get announced are always localized. There were a lot of exceptions in the comments. Uh, Two notable ones, Monster Hunter XX and Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu is a while ago, but... Where is it, blood? Double Cross. Yeah, I think people are still holding out hope. It could still happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ice Frog didn't create Dota, but Ice Frog worked very hard on Dota. Uh, only four people from the Project M development team are working on the Icons game by Wave Dash Studios. The Champions Ballad DLC footage was shown off at the Japan Expo in Paris. No NFL team is known for saying trust the system, but the Philadelphia 76ers absolutely say trust the process. Shigeru Miyamoto did, in fact, ask Eiji Onuma to make Majora's Mask in one year. Citation, Iwata asks for Majora's Mask 3DS. Michael Damiani, check yourself. (laughs) Wow. The muscly guy, a.k.a. Colonel Miles Quartich, will be the main villain of the new Avatar movies. All of them. Yeah. Frown face. Stephen Wang. And the correction music, please. Uh, I love that there was a frown face in in the... Correction, and it's just like, that person is not happy. There's going to be other villains, too. He's just the big bad. I like it because Marvel movies have disposable villains. Sure, like, it's taken 10 years. We're going to have Thanos. But, Mm -hmm. like, every time a Marvel movie comes out, villain comes on. He puts him in danger. He gets defeated. Next. Yeah. Like, having a, a stable villain and like a presence throughout an entire franchise i yeah. think is meaningful did i pronounce it wrong is it quartic it's like quartic or quartic quartich one correction right so, into another that's why oh, i open with that that's why i open with that dude i don't think he's an iconic because there's only been one movie i don't think he can carry it dude. there's been one movie he was also in Into the Badlands he's in the last just, couple seasons, he's and he's super good. He's just a man, though. He's just a man. <laughs> Do you think he gets his own avatar in the new movie? Yes. Okay. Ooh. All right. Because we all know what happened to him in, in Avatar 1. I don't remember what happened to him. I have to be honest with you. I have no idea what happens. He dies, right? He just explodes in a robot suit? So he'll probably be like... A and then Cameron's like, like, hey, crap. that guy who died in the robot yeah. suit, he's going to be the villain. And he'll die and come back all the time in movies... Mm. It's a thing. People die and come back. Uh, there was the most liked comment. I want to talk about this one. Uh, it's a tied to corrections. Uh, in regards to how I said, oh, if you want to make 
a fan game, go for it because it's a good way to get attention and get jobs. Uh, it's crazy irresponsible to encourage people to break the law, Kyle, especially in a professional capacity like with this podcast. You get lucky if you just get a cease and desist. Uh, I'm interested in talking to you about this, comments, because I wonder if that's true. Hmm. Basically, what we've seen is people get their stuff shut down, absolutely, but then a lot of them kind of work out into good things. Uh, show me the receipts. Show me... Show me that the majority of people get something worse than a cease and desist, and I will listen. Uh, I absolutely think that, yeah, don't show it off too far ahead of time because you get your cease and desist before you get your product out. Uh, yeah, but yeah, still, I think kind of like hustle. Hustle. Keep it on the hush-hush. Keep it on the hush-hush, but like hustle. Get that out there. You get the eyeballs, and then you get to say, from the creators of another Metroid 2 remake, I got this cute, this huge project now. Hustle. So, yeah, I'm willing to, like, if you want to prove me wrong worse, citations required, for sure. But yeah, I want to see news articles. Yeah. Show us the lies. About people getting, like, imprisoned. Because imprisoned. I wonder, I think the reason you would get sued is you're going for money. You make it for profit. Mm. I, I think that is the difference. I think up until that point, up until you get a cease and desist, you're not doing anything illegal. Uh, you, you also got to be someone that's worth suing, you know? Yeah. So if it's just, like, one guy in his basement... Like well, Konami will take you down. Yes, no, Konami, <laughs> Konami will take down anyone in any basement, Jones. They don't care. For, for what benefit, though? It's like I'm not going to get any money from that guy. That guy doesn't have any money. Otherwise, Shut down. you got to protect be... your you got to protect your copyright. Look, I get cease and desist. Sure. I get why they do it. And I'm saying I think you can get something out. Get your cease and desist. Say okay, yes. I understand taking it down, but you had it up. You got those eyeballs. We're working the system. Hustle. If you made an Avatar fan game, <laughs> yes. Yeah, Cameron would cease and desist. I don't think he, he would be like, lock him up. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. He'll cease and desist. Arrest that person. Work on it now. Don't tell a soul you're working on it. Yeah. Release the Avatar fan game. People yeah. are going to go nuts for it. They're going to yeah. say, who made that? We got to hire that person. Yeah. Yeah. Navi Cameron snap. would like yeah. invite him over. Mm-hmm. Be like, yo. I want, I want Navi I like Snap. It. You know, we're just, we're in the, the cart going by, taking pictures of the flora and fauna. <laughs> Navi are humans. They're people, Jones. They're, yeah. Okay. Just living their life, doing stuff, flying overhead. You Doesn't know? feel right. Doesn't feel right. Uh, also, kind of tied to uh, corrections is I missed some game announcements last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I screwed up big time. <laughs> yeah. Huge. One of my, the most exciting game announcements I've had in 2017. Well, we'll dig into it, Jones, because I don't think it was an exciting game announcement. Uh, the game itself, heck yeah, but the way it was announced is kind of... Sure. Lackluster. Lackluster. Thank you, Huber. That is the exact word. We're to- I love that word. We're, of course, talking about Dragon Quest Builders 2. <laughs> so, uh, this is a sequel to Dragon Quest Builders. It's adding multiplayer. It's adding swimming underwater. Uh, you got a hang glider that'll help you fast travel. Uh, it, it's coming to PlayStation 4 and Switch. And it was announced at Dragon Quest Festival with a gameplay reveal. No trailer, no release date. There it is, everybody. Uh, who knows if that's coming to the U.S.? It is, but it, it was will. not promised it was not tweeted gameplay out or pretty sweet though okay Just so tell me what's up jones what do you see the, in that gameplay the day that i find out about it i yeah. see that it's running like that it makes me hopeful that it's coming soon you know at least coming to japan soon and then right. you know who knows to the u.s but at yeah. least it's not something where they were like yeah we looked at sales numbers and here's the logo and we're done it was like no we're developing this like we're not just gonna say swimming we'll show you so like my expectations were like oh, swimming and then i'm like oh it's jumping 
high. It's moon gravity underwater. I got it. You know, it's mm. not actually like swimming. You're like mm-hmm. bouncing underwater, basically. Which better way to do that, probably? Which yeah, I like. That's, right. that's fine. Yeah, it's okay. You know, it's like wasn't like the physics of builders that really knocked me out. You know, it was really <laughs> just kind of how the whole world came together. And the gliding, man. This, yeah, that's a huge win. So uh, just, uh, I think if I, I had to pull a headline from it, I think this that there's a Switch version is a big deal. That that's, is that's a big for deal. PS4 and Switch. Uh, co-op yeah. is huge. That's, and you're right, yeah. co-op is huge yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely take advantage of that. Uh, not much to work off of. It could be late next year. Who knows? It could never come to the U.S. in 2018. Uh, it could be like Detective Pikachu. It could just never come. Who knows? But a lot of Dragon Quest games have been localized lately, so... Yeah, dude. The odds are high. What are those stupid Joker games, though? I don't think those are, like... Some of them. No. Some I haven't of seen one in a long time here, though, so it's been yeah. a while, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't get those. Mm-hmm. Persona 5 Dancing All Night was also announced. That I is mean, a blackout on this because I haven't finished Persona yet. So I don't know if there's like spoilers in there. Oh, sure. <laughs> wasn't Persona 4 Dancing All Night a sequel? Wasn't that like in the yes. future or something? And Persona yeah, 4 man, Arena. Canon. Yeah, Persona 4 Arena and Ultimate Arena or whatever. Ultimax. Ultimax. Both of those are after Persona 4. And yeah, but uh, continue Dancing story. All Night as well is canon. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jones. So I'm I'm avoiding this thing. <laughs> Huber, you know how like I I don't vibe with Persona Five. I don't vibe with it. I look at this trailer and see these characters dancing, and it makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> They're just kids, man. <laughs> yeah, high school kids. High school kids themselves dance? having a good time. Because yeah, that's the thing. Is more video games characters should have a good time. Absolutely, yeah. they should be allowed to have a good time. And they have free time and like go to burger joints and eat burgers and this is go to the beach. The dorkiest game trailer I've seen <laughs> in five years. I haven't seen it. I it's so it. dorky. Seeing Persona Five characters like touching themselves and dancing around is <laughs> like you're a bunch of dorks. Why do you do this with your, with your with your franchise, man. Huber, why? Why do they make this game out of Persona characters? To appeal to a different group of people? No, maybe? it's the hardcore fans that are into this. Because, Huber, I feel like if we look at... Because it's on handheld, right? If, uh, yes, thank you. It's on PlayStation 4 and Vita. Oh, it's on coming, coming spring 2018. Whoa. I think if you look at the Venn diagram, it's just a circle within a circle. I think there's almost nobody buying Dancing All Night who doesn't buy the RPGs. Mm-hmm. And it's just a smaller budget. It's like, okay, here's a little dancing game for you, everybody. Look at these characters dancing. And this is canon. If you care about the story, yeah. play this dancing. You, oh, well, the it trick gets me worked to, up, dude. The it, trick to sell anything is to make it canon. You yeah. throw that word on there and people uh-huh. are automatically in regardless. Yes. Disney has learned that with Star Wars. People like the music. Yeah, and the music, the music is so good. Thank you, right. Bloodworth. The music like, is amazing. And like, yeah, theater rhythm is kind of the same yes, thing. Yes, and it's a fun game, too. That's what. I, that's why I'm, I'm not righteous in my, in my irritation. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that I'm wrong. Spare yourself righteousness. I know I'm wrong on this, everybody. I, I feel your steam on me. <laughs> it's it's just, I don't, I, it's just, ooh. It's like that noise of Huber rubbing that marker all over the piece of paper. <laughs> that's what, like, watching this trailer does to me. Um, also announced... No, we should talk. We should talk good things about this. We should say something good. We shouldn't end on on my little complaint. The music, yes, like what was said is amazing. Yep. Like playing that game, and when like you're com- when you're fighting and that syncs up to the music when it just happens that way, you like f- I feel a rush. You know, yep. I feel good about it. And when I'm just like, because the stealth in five is really cool. When you're like zip 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 to cover and like when you sometimes get that all synced up to the music, it's awesome. But, like, a rhythm game, when it's all about doing that, mm-hmm. is just jolly, because the music is so so good. Yeah. Jones, do you have something to add to that? 
Nope. Okay, great. Uh, maybe this then. Uh, Persona Q2 was announced uh, simply with a logo. Uh, and I think the phrase, steal your heart. Uh, Q uh, is... Oh, it features the logo of the uh, the Top Hat logo. Your, your Gang of Thieves It has that logo on it. So it's to be presumed that it's a Q game uh, in which you'll be playing Persona 5 characters. I do not think the Q games are canon. And what those are, the first-person dungeon explorers yeah. where everyone's kind of like cutie. So that's super the thing, deformed. man. To quote uh, a famous video game villain, complete global saturation. You have your RPG, you have a rhythm game, you have a dungeon crawler. Guess what Q2 you have, comes they out They have fighting games like Persona Arena. Yeah. You just, boom, boom, boom. You get every kind of... Guess the console for Q2. 3DS. 3DS, yeah, 3DS. it hasn't been touched. Boom, yeah. there it is. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, That's where I get you. That's you where I get you on your the heads, complete yeah. global saturation. Absolutely. Uh, that is a 3DS exclusive game. Nice. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no release date on that one. Simply that logo. Oh, and they announced an anime, too. A Persona 5 anime. Yeah, that was a while ago, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But again, that's another saturation. There it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Soak it up. <laughs> so maybe, maybe the Venn diagram, we get some people in who just like the anime, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, I would love to see these kids dance." Oh, <laughs> there's gonna be a oh, dancing dance. scene in the anime. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna tie in. It's not me. It's not fair how mean I am to that poor series. Uh, anyway, so yeah, those are the, the, all three of those games not announced globally. You know, uh, mm-hmm. no official any announcement in the U.S. for any of those games, and I don't expect there to be official announcements soon. Maybe builders at Gamescom, but I don't know. I really don't know. And so that's kind of the weird thing. I think that's why I forgot about them and, and why I didn't pick them up last week. Is there's that weird, strange thing where a game can be announced in Japan, and it's just like, yeah, maybe you know, who cares? We'll let you know. We'll let you know. And that's kind of the way to announce games sometimes. It's yeah. all right. It's cool. Here's a game. Uh, we I don't like to do all kicks, Kickstarters and like fig things. You know, Did we ever any corrections music? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, 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 <laughs> Jones keeps track. Yeah. yeah, he's keeping track. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crowdfunded game from a pretty big developer. Uh, Sweary. Sweary? Sweary. S-W-E-R-Y. Sweary. 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 Call yeah. me Sweary. Uh, Sweary is like, a, a, we can call him an auteur. Uh, you know, he's on that like Suda51 level, I would say. Uh, not quite there, but like <laughs> there. Uh, Deadly Premonition, D4, and he's I can't like, name He's like a one. Robert Rodriguez to uh, Quentin Tarantino. Excellent analogy. Ooh, okay. There it is. Uh, he's got a new game. Uh, he did Taka Sua Heroes by his name, by the way. Uh, he's got a new studio called White Owls, and... Uh, this game is coming out, uh, well, not coming out, sorry, will be funded through FIG. Uh, okay. Yes, the one, that's the crowdfunding. Uh, Delphine uh, is involved with. Yep. Uh, you, you pay for games, and that, and that one you can actually invest and make money back on your investments, uh, which makes it a whole other bushel of oranges. Uh, but uh, Bushel. I would like a bushel, please. Uh, so anyway, it's called The Good Life, and I want to read you the, <laughs> the premise of The Good Life. Uh, all night, all of the town's residents turn into cats. Why does this happen? Is this why everyone in town is so happy? No one seems to remember what they do at night. Naomi is here to find out what's going on in Rainy Woods. The townspeople aren't the only ones who get to roam around the night as a cat. Naomi does too. Once the sun sets... You'll get to explore rainy woods and collect clues and important items connected to the events of the story. The town becomes a very different place at night as certain secret paths 
rooftops, and attics can only be accessed by cats. I'm sold. So this is crazy. Correct, huh. correct me if I'm wrong. This, okay. was a, this was a few months ago. All right. But Cliff Blazinski was doing an interview and they were saying, if you could make one game, what would it be? And he's like, yo, I've been thinking about like trying to make this game where you're a cat for a really long time. It's hard to crack. And it's hard. Like, I won't be able to do it. So if anyone's out there, like, you, you should do it. <laughs> and swear he's like, I'm on it. I <laughs> <Yeah>. got you. Yeah. <laughs> I got it's you. Like, what? Rainy Woods <laughs> sounds familiar. Is that like a Blood. deadly premonition or something? Good. God, yes. Uh, uh, That was the working title of Deadly Premonition. Okay, yeah. mm. Look at the blue. How did you wow. pull that, dude? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for blood's yeah, pull there. That's a detail I pulled. Some like, and I was like, up, you know what? I don't even up. need to do that. That was a good nugget, blood. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the working title of Deadly Premonition. Uh, yeah, funny thing to reuse. Uh, apparently, it will work a lot like Deadly Premonition, but of course, yeah, you're a cat. But stylistically, uh, it's like cartoonish. I get mm. like a latent vibe looking at the art that they presented so mm-hmm. far. Um, and so it's not that kind of like gritty darkness of deadly premonition. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's what that is. The other weird thing, if we got to pull more headlines, uh, this is launching on fig September 3rd. Like right now we can't even invest in it. I couldn't even look at that art. I couldn't read that description. If I went to the website, I had to look at others reporting on it. Uh, polygon in this case, because they have fig memberships and they're allowed to have access previewing this Mm. project that will be open to funding on September 3rd. What? So get, like, first That's dibs. weird. First dibs. Yeah, sure. I think they call them early birds. I think yeah. they call them fig early birds. Huh. Yeah. That's kind of crazy, huh? This one, is, I feel like is this weird. is going to be invested in pretty quickly. This is a home run. Yeah. You got your $1.5 million in a day. Yeah. <laughs> um, Seems like a good investment. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, the Deadly Premonition board game got funded real quick. So, yeah, there's definitely that, that, that group out there. Mm-hmm. What's it called? The Good Life? The Good Life. Yep. Yeah, I wonder if there's kind of like a Stepford Wife vibe or like what was the crazy clown uh, game where you were like running through the city and trying not to get grabbed by people and it was procedurally generated. And they're like, you haven't taken your happy today. What was that? We happy few. We happy few. Still in development. I wonder if it's I wonder if it's kind of like that because he said like I wonder if if everyone in this town is so happy because they turn into cats at night because they're all so happy. So I wonder if like the happiness is kind of a cover. Yeah, or like what's actually going on, and it's gonna get weird. Oh you know? no way! No no way! No 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 no! It's like you walk around a day, and everyone's cats. happy, and everything's fine, and then you like go into there's their no houses way at night. This and, like, thing doesn't get weirder. There's no, there's no twist. Mark my words. There's <laughs> no twist. You are Every- a cat <laughs> person. End of story. There will be a an alley cat, some back alley cat encounter, and you wonder who are you during the day? Yeah. Who is this guy during the day? Oh, that is interesting to think yeah. about that. Yeah. It's, it's, Are they gonna have like little name tags or? Whoa! What? what if you just like don't leave the house and you just he like doesn't want to go anywhere unless they're a cat? What? You know? No. What are you talking like about? If you're in human form and you yeah. just don't want to do anything in life until you can be a cat, and then like you you go outside. You know? That would be me, man. <laughs> <laughs> if I lived in this town, yes, that would be me. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like that idea. It reminds me a lot of like Twilight Princess, that kind of thing, where as Wolf Link, you can do things and talk to people as your wolf, and like you know, it's probably that kind of thing. But yeah, as long as we don't have to like sing as cats, we'll be fine. Yeah, cats can sing. Wolf singing was probably one of the worst <laughs> memories of oh, Twilight Princess. That fish. <laughs> but you only learn to sing after some really cool stuff, right? When you yeah, fight. I mean, there's yeah, there's definitely cool things associated yeah. with it, but it's silly. I play that. Like, Sounds bad. Invisible. 
man. Princess. I just love so much, even combat. So, like, after the point where you could switch freely, you're like, yeah. I'm, I'm staying as the wolf. Oh, for a lot of the game, that's I was so the funny. Wolf. I was the opposite here, where I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want, I want to be Link. Yeah. I'm mad there's this gimmick in this game. Yeah. I like that Midna's like riding you. Yeah. It's cool. Bothered me. <laughs> because she doesn't ride you when you're regular Link, so it's like, why are you riding me right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man. Like, stop this. <laughs> And she does. When I'm turning back into a man, she's like, okay, I'll just hang, I'll hang on my back. But yeah, for some reason, when you become a wolf, why? Why, why, why? Hmm. Uh, yeah, obviously not too much to guess about uh, the good life. But uh, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool announcement. Uh, it's good to see Fig still working and going moving forward. And I checked to see like what kind of things are getting funded. And games are working. Games are getting funded on cool. Fig. Uh, games are failing on Fig as well. That's apparent. But also, yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see it working. Uh, multiple ways to fund games these days. It's fun. Uh, panel. Before Crash Bandicoot launched the uh, the old uh, Insane trilogy, we had a talk about what Crash Bandicoot means in mm-hmm. this year, and I thought it'd be fun because of uh, of Sonic Mania getting launched this week. That'd be fun to just talk about Sonic the Hedgehog, have a discussion about Sonic. Huber's doing a giant. <laughs> yeah, I get it, Huber. It's like. Uh, yeah, I want to I, I want to gauge you, panel. I want to I want to hear what you think about Sonic in the, in the present, and the past, and the future, and things like that. Because uh, it's weird. It, 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 he is an icon of gaming in in, in so many ways. And so, uh, yeah, Huber, you were dancing. We'll start with you. What do you think of Sonic the Hedgehog? He's back. <laughs> uh, no, Sonic. What do you think of that creature? What is he? He's a hedgehog mm-hmm. that loves chili dogs. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I think that's so important. The chili dogs. It's so, it's so specific. Important. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, the, like, Sonic is awesome. His sidekick, Tails, is adorable. And you gotta have a good sidekick. And You know, Mario and Luigi. Like, Sonic and Tails. You have to have that, like, weird kind of anti-hero Knuckles character, too. And then you have, like, <laughs> the, the evil villainous. You want to beat him every time, Dr. Robotnik. So they call him Eggman now. It's canon now. Canonically yeah. Eggman. I mean, he's such a goofball. Yeah. So it's just a great, it's a great cast and world. And it's just, it's like when I booted up Sonic Mania, I, yeah. I had feels. I had really emotional feelings because. Wait, what's your history with Sonic then? I'm curious about S- that. Sonic. Well, I had Sega Genesis okay. instead of Super Nintendo. So I was that kid. Oh, so you needed Sonic. So I need, yeah. yeah. Sonic was like a core staple of my childhood growing up. Sure. And, you know, my brother stopped playing games really after PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. So like Sega Genesis was our prime together really playing games and like N64 and a little bit of Dreamcast. But like Sonic the Hedgehog my brother and I just like switching off and playing back and forth was, is one of the staples. So just booting up Sonic mania and going through green Hill zone and seeing how it's like honoring the legacy of Sonic one and two. And it's like, there's parts of the level that are exactly the same. And then it kind of combines them and then it does their own spin on it. There's a really cool like trophy where you can get like the fire, the, uh, the fire, this fire bubble. And you can like destroy the spiked, the circular spike thing that always used to give me trouble as a kid, every single time. Oh, so it's kind of an empowerment. Yeah. So it's it, this thing, an obstacle that always used to be annoying as a yes. child that you can destroy. And in this I game. got the That's fire cool. and That's destroyed cool. it, mm-hmm. and it's like you're not so tough now, or whatever was like the name of the trophy. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blood, do you care about Sonic the Hedgehog? Um, do you care? Yeah, I, I, I haven't had 
as, as much history like I was only able to play Sonic here and there at like friends' houses, you know, when I was growing up. Did you ever draw a picture of Sonic the Hedgehog? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, well, not that I can remember. Maybe okay. I did, but okay. um, um, uh, yeah. And then I, I definitely like I had Sonic Adventure two on the GameCube. I played quite a bit of it on, uh, the first one on Dreamcast at somebody's place. Probably, I remember, probably my I house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh. Yeah, some other random 3D ones, I'm sure. Uh, I reviewed... What was the really bad one? Just like a couple years ago that was... Uh, they had the cartoon and everything associated with it. Sonic Boom. Sonic, Sonic Boom. Boom, yeah. You reviewed Sonic Boom? I, I made sure that. to review Sonic Boom. Were we at Game Trailers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Oh, yeah. Dang. It's like that game, like they didn't send it to us on time, but it was not escaping. What score did you give Sonic Boom? Oh gosh! It was like a four or five. I think it was no, like a it was 5. like a 5. two or three or something. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow! <laughs> Destroyed it. Destroyed. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you were like falling through the floor and stuff. It would, and I can the frame rate would die just turning corners, and there were so many things that were like, you know, here's this cool city with nothing in it. You know, like you didn't finish this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh, it. Was unfinished for sure. It was that was a bad one. I don't want to... Poor Boom. Jones, what do you... Do you love Sonic? Uh, I feel bad for Sonic. You're... Jones... I, I, I don't love Sonic because I, I don't have a history with Sonic. Yeah. I played Sonic 1 on... I played Sonic on Game Gear. The first Sonic that came out on Game Hell Gear. You owned a, a Game of, Gear? I owned a Game Gear, yeah. I played a lot it's of games on it. good on Game Gear. Sure. That's a good oh, one. Oh, Sonic Advance I reviewed back in the day. That That's a cool good game. one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I'm curious, Jones. Like, do, you, you looked at Sonic and you were ever... Did you ever think, like, he's a cool character? Sure, I don't really remember from my youth look, looking at a lot of characters and thinking they were cool. That's why I liked them. Wait, why? Uh, what would you like characters for if not coolness? Um, I don't. Just, cool is a weird word. I don't know if I would associate. With, I, don't, I don't remember having that. You say what did other you word you cool? associate with? And like, like, I guess not because I didn't have. There are two things to associate with Sonic, and that's yeah. fast and cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, so yeah, Jones, I legit think Sonic was cool, and I yep. think he's he's just like that was a, an essential part of his character. If you had Sonic pencils. In right. school, you had the coolest pencils you could possibly have. I don't remember a lot of video game boxes, yeah. but the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 Genesis box was like my favorite video game box growing that up. huge two you're talking because about, Because yeah? the huge two Robotnik's like crushing it, and yeah. then Sonic and Tails are there, and Sonic is looking so cool He's on that cover. He's looking tough. Yeah, <laughs> he man. so cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, that's like, it's so weird. I, I think he's almost designed... To be juxtaposed against Mario, you know? Like, I think he's meant to, like, we have more attitude. Oh, yeah. And I think that's why I didn't fall in love with him, because I was just a big uh, NES and SNES guy. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, a lot of that advertising in in my EGMs that I would get every month was very, like, you're wrong if you like these games. You know, like, these games are better on Genesis, period. And I was like, okay. Well, it was was always funny to me, kind of growing up, uh, like, especially, like, a couple of years later, is there's so many people that like didn't notice Sega until Sonic the Hedgehog that they were like convinced that like it was a Genesis launch game. And I'm like, no, the Genesis was around before Sonic came out for like a little while. Ooh, you just you just taught me something. <laughs> How long was the Genesis out before Sonic? Like a year or two? Um, somewhere around there. Because wow. like the Genesis, like the first thing that it came out, like 
the NES was still like kicking hard. Oh yeah, for, and for, so for a while. and that was like the whole like Sega does what Nintendo altered beast. I remember being yeah. a very early Genesis game. You're right. So blood. I think Sonic was actually around the release of the Super Nintendo. Yeah. It was, okay. It was very close. Yeah. Because of, like they were really like putting it up against Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're totally right. Wow. Uh, <laughs> with Sonic the Hedgehog, I, I wanted. This is what's interesting, Huber. Which when we talked about Crash Bandicoot, it, yeah. Crash had been dormant for a while. Yeah. Sonic has never been dormant. Yeah. There's never been a year without Sonic Hed- the Hedgehog in a new video game. Or several. Yes. There's <laughs> right, been, right. Well, there's been one where they're like. There's been a lot of bad ones. Yeah. A couple good ones. Mm-hmm. And a good amount of mediocre ones. I mean, Mario at the Olympics, like or Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, and all the sports ones are like pretty decent. You always talk about Sonic Unleashed, and that's a video game I like, too. It's not going to win any awards, but seriously, Sonic <laughs> Unleashed is good. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then they, they came back with, like, Sonic 4, Episode 1 and 2. Um, but, yeah, there's just been a lot of misses. Yeah. So I think that has really damaged. Like, like I guess what I'm asking you guys, what's worse, being dormant for a decade or coming out with, like, seven bad games but, like, three good games? I think Sonic has definitely had this ongoing reputation of, oh, this looks really awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, it's not. Yeah. And I think like that, like, it, it's 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 kind of become like mm-hmm. a joke for a long time. Because like and nailing it, those like Sonic Sonic Adventure, you know, like really nailed the three D blazing through the environment at high speed. So they tried to capture that, like they did with Sonic Unleashed. You played two kind of two games in one there. Yeah. And those levels were my favorite. I know the, the Werehog is cool, but like going through the environments at high speeds is really cool. And then there are zero good Werehog levels. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Yeah. yeah. And then Sonic Generations is another good one, and it kind of doubled down on that as well, the the really speedy levels. Yeah. But just like sometimes, like I forget, maybe it was Sonic Colors. There's one bad one that was doing those types of levels and it like didn't work really well. Maybe Sonic Worlds? Because people really yeah. like Sonic Colors. Okay. Uh, Sonic Worlds was the one that people was thinking was looking like Galaxy at first, right? Right. And that mm-hmm. was one on Wii U. Mm-hmm. I don't think it ever left. I don't think that game ever left Wii U. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a weird, all these weird little spin-offs so like Sonic and the so Black weird. Knight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, like yeah. what the heck, King Arthur or something? And then you got like Shadow the Hedgehog is terrible. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. here's the crazy thing, panel, is that, yeah, I guess you could, like Huber, I would say it's better to have what Sonic has had. Sonic has made fans happy since the 80s. No, I guess it wouldn't be the 90s, yeah. early 90s. Um, That's crazy. I think he actually may have been Japan late 90s. We'll figure that out. Um, late 80s, me? Late 80s, yep. Uh, that's insane. Mm-hmm. No video game characters had this longevity. My Mario has, but very few have. Mm-hmm. A- and stayed making new releases the mm-hmm. entire time. I don't think he's ever gone dormant. Sonic the Hedgehog has never taken a nap. Yeah. That's crazy <laughs> to me. And so, yeah, Jones, what can, how can we define this longevity? Like, how can, we, how can we say that a game can be mediocre for 20 years and still keep going? 25 I guess I, th- I think it's like you said like th- we were talking about the pencils and, and him on the cover like he just made such a, a, an impression mm-hmm. and I think so many people tried to do that at the time like in the 90s of like oh it's that easy we just make we just pick an animal and like make them <laughs> run or jump and they're set and then we, you know, the these kids sure. will fall in love with it and like 95% of them failed and so uh, you know there were only like a handful I think even characters like Lara Croft, like you couldn't equate them at the time, you know, to like these other characters because they're clearly like bubbly cartoon, 
you know, like uh, either like lots of action or crazy platforming or lots of speed. And uh, I think, yeah, I think people were just always willing to give him a chance. Like, I, but that's the thing is, and, and that's what I kind of feel bad about Sonic is like, I don't know if uh, every time they looked after, you know, at a Sonic game that did not perform well, they were like, well, it performed well enough that's that we it. think, you know, we can maybe do this with the next game. Or if there was just some crazy, like, you know, uh, um, like train going at a wall like we gotta make these games no matter what like if sonic fails sega fails like if we can't stand behind this character what do we have what else do we have there's Um, no b character to fall back on i think i think there's kind of two different factors to me i think number one is most of the sonic games have been good enough for people to still like hold on it's like oh they almost got it they were unleashed. They were, they were, unleashed they were almost. Game. They were yeah. almost there. Yeah. Like if they just if they just don't do that thing, mm-hmm. it'll be great. But you never saw like the Sonic game that then they made another one that was very similar, just improved. It was mm. always just a, now we're doing this weird yeah. thing because Sonic mm. so never got Sonic, a chance to like plateau. They did know? Sonic like, Four Part One and it was great, and then Part Two was like kind of weird. I think yeah. they even called them episodes. Yeah, man. it was like yeah, episode. It was episode two, two yeah. and I was like, uh, wait, someone in the Sonic Mania review. I don't know if they were just like trying to troll her but they were like oh that's there's no sonic 4 like they were denying it exists <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah um but uh but the other thing though i think that has helped sonic is uh sega has also kept up a pretty solid media presence outside of the games and so i think that while when we were kids sonic was the cool thing like now Sonic is just like the safe thing for parents. It's like there's not that many kids games that they can get. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, there's a new Sonic game. That kids will like that. And so like yeah. that's why I reviewed Sonic Boom because like I have like even if everyone else has said it, I also have to let people know mm-hmm. that this game is terrible. You know, because <laughs> they got a cartoon but... and everything else going on with it. Yeah, that's that's incredibly interesting. Is you're right. I think he's got he's He's working for multiple generations now. Yeah. And they, they keep that in mind. Because where I wanted to transition this into is, is talking about the two Sonic games we're getting this year. Sonic Mania, which seems to be made for our generation. And Sonic Forces, that seems to be made for a broader generation. I'm a believer. And he's in, in Lego now, yeah. too. He's, he's Lego Dimensions, thing, yeah. 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 <laughs> God, I... Plus in Lego... What is it called? Lego... Lego Sound Dimensions. Worlds. Lego Dimensions, thank you. I... Didn't really know what Sonic Forces was. Every time you brought it up on the on the podcast, I was like, "That sounds terrible." It's one of the character character creation. Yeah, so yes. I, I kept thinking it was a 3DS game. I was wrong. I finally watched the trailer, and I'm like, "Dude, this looks good!" Because <laughs> it has the Unleashed Generations Sonic Adventure style, like blazing through the environment at yes. high speeds, uh-huh. 3D. I was like, "Dude, this looks..." decent this could be good mm-hmm. maybe a little pretty serious game <laughs> I, I don't know I'm yeah to give it a shot yeah i mean do you feel like the character creation thing is trying to kind of uh pull from some of the skylanders uh where they've had that kind of thing in the past couple of years and like you know it's like yeah that's that's what kids are into right now we had a huge conversation about it when uh when it was announced that they had the character creation and blood my the leading theory is just that they recognized the fan art they recognize that everybody wants to create their own Sonic character and kind sure. of self-insert them into the series as their own Sonic character. Uh, and the, it kind of seems like they're just doing that thing. Uh, but at the same time, it's a twist. It, it's, it's you know, the spider monster. It's the thing that's like, 
we can say Sonic Forces is the one where you make a character mm -hmm. and you know exactly which Sonic we're talking about. And so I think it's a good hook. Uh, I doubt it's them trying to chase Skylanders, the now dead franchise. Uh, but yeah. Um, well, you know, you see something and then it takes a while before you can actually do it. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but they didn't start, Skylanders didn't start creating a character until last year. Mm -hmm. I know my until Skylanders. Last, right? Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see Platinum Games make a Sonic game. Well, and it doesn't have to have platinum combat, you know, okay. but like movement, like Sonic Adventure on Dreamcast, seeing that whale on the docks, yeah. like that is what they've replicated with Unleashed and Generations and now all the way up to Sonic Forces. Like there's got to be a better way to translate 3D movement in Sonic going at high speeds because it's like unless you know... The map, you're going to run into a wall, mm -hmm. and their they're fix to that always seems like, all right, just put a bunch of bounce pads, and it'll kind of like, you get in the bounce pad or the, the booster, and it'll kind of lock you into the, the movement. You know, you're always kind of on a path, but if they could nail somehow just like the high speed and like, go left, you know, go down, like go up, and just yeah. like, all the ways to go, and like jump it's up funny. there, yeah. go straight, jump down there. Like if they could somehow get that, mm -hmm. that'd be crazy. Humor, I hate, <laughs> I hate look at this game in Unreal Engine, but mm -hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog in Unreal Engine was so cool because it was just a big, vast green field. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know what? I'd actually like to do that. Yeah. I'd love to blaze through a green yeah, field. That'd be just fun. run. Uh, Jones, I, so the question <laughs> to you is, uh, can the two games coexist? Can, can Sonic Mania, I think, is a hit. I, I think we, don't, we won't be concerned about its sales. I think, Only I 20 think, bucks, too. Yeah, I think we can say that one's it's going to be successful. Mm -hmm. uh, Sonic Forces will probably do just as well as Sonic games tend to do. And do we so, know the price on that? Is that going to be like $60 that's 60, retail yeah, that's Call a, of Duty? That's a Call Sonic of Duty Forces. scale, big budget. <laughs> okay. The robots are exploding. Okay. Uh, Jones, can, how do we move forward with these two, two takes on the same franchise? Well, the trick is, I think actually... Uh, Sonic Mania might be the harder game. Recover's a bad word, but like to repeat or to like try to figure out what that that next step is. I'm with you on this, Jones. Yes. Because it's like it's a little bit of new stuff and a little bit of old stuff. And if you make another game, that's a little bit of new stuff and a little bit of old stuff. Like, will it hit as much as <laughs> this like game Mega did? Much like Mega Man Nine, it's like you spent it. You could do that once and you spent. Yeah, it. Yeah, and then mm. ten was nice, but it just kind of felt like the same vibe. Yeah. Um. And so again, it, it as as excited as I am about it, it does feel like again, them just going back to the drawing board and like. Just sitting there with their heads in their hands in like the boardroom for maybe... so long, and then one guy, oh wait, I have an idea, you know, and that seems like every Sonic game is just kind of, like, oh wow, what if we try this, and not like, oh that's naturally the evolution. So like, I don't think any one of those games looked like it's like, oh Mania was going to be great and Forces looks bad. Like I played Forces, it was fun, I enjoyed it. Like I played as one of like the you played the little characters at uh, Judges Week. You've played it? And you enjoyed it? I had a good time. Yes! <laughs> yes! Now I'm even more pumped. Now, yeah, now there's a reason to be pumped. Jones said he liked it! And Jones is more excited about that than Mania. Whoa! Yes. <laughs> Wowee. Well, I just think the, 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 the follow-up to Forces is going to be like every son the main Sonic games that they've been making. Whereas yeah. like Mania, I think, is stands out, but I don't know how... Uh, I feel like they be a could tough do, act to follow. I feel like yeah. they could do maybe one more Mania because there's a lot of stages. Okay. You know, you, you rack up Sonic 1, 2, and 3, and Knuckles or whatever. Yeah. Like, they pull from a lot of the Sonic games. You can do that maybe one more time. You know, there's a lot of stages that are in 1 and 2 that they necessarily didn't use in Mania. Mm -hmm. I feel like they could do... Yeah. Maybe one more. But the, again, I don't think the hype is there as much. It's like uh, two, mm -hmm. more levels. 
you need something more than just more levels True. for sure and so yeah i hear you there john uh, what is it giant robot monster what is a doc brown spider doc monster brown spider monster marty you gotta help me maybe yeah. maybe, maybe bring the three characters into there, are, there are a lot of surprises in mania that stuff that you don't see coming so oh Ooh. but did they ever bring <laughs> i know he has like a little croc friend and the little, little purple friend and oh. stuff like did they ever bring those into 2d like we do we only see those in like colors and I think heroes, I think Sonic heroes is what I'm thinking of. I'm like not different... willing to see those corrections. Do not want bother. <laughs> I'm going to say the crocodile has never been in 2D. Okay, because that might be fun. Oh, I bet he is though. I bet he's in like one of those weird ones on on, on Sega CD. God, there's so many. But no, Jones, there's really? So that's the poll. You know, take... The poll is making them in good games. You're right. Well, that's the thing. Like, yes. what if you what if you had Shadow? In Mania, yes, but kind of commenting on, you know, like what if he pops up? He's got the guns, and Sonic's like, but see, that's what you people know, don't like, want. Yeah, man, people don't want those other characters, right? But we're talking about the, how you continue on, mm-hmm. and I think Sonic Mania Two with the same three characters won't work. And so I like the idea that John's like, they know people don't like these characters, and they're like, we're going to put them in a good game. Don't worry about it. We made that Sonic Mania. You love it. Sonic Mania Two: Shadow the Hedgehog is a super good idea, Jones. <laughs> That's a really they, good idea. Well, it's, it's Mania's gone back and, and reminded yeah. people what was great about these early games, giving them yeah. new stuff as well, changing up the stuff that they knew. I think, like, going back and kind of admitting the mistakes that the series has made and maybe commenting on that stuff and trying mm. to improve it and having these worlds clash. I don't know. God, and that's why I, I Bad just, person to ask about sure, Sonic yeah, should do. That's why I just had so many emotions because, like, it was simultaneously something from my childhood... And something new to me and my taste and current now together. Like at the same time. It was playing on my nostalgia, but it was also new, remixed. Mm-hmm. Like the music is a little different mm-hmm. and just, ah. Oh, yeah. Just getting me on all sides. I, Sonic are, Mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to make it clear. <laughs> Sonic Mania, yeah. Obviously a hit. Obviously we're all yeah. going to love this game. But I'm, I think I'm like forward. I don't think they can make you feel that way this, the exact same way twice in a row. Yeah, it's going to be hard. Yeah. Blood, what do you think? What do you think Sonic does in the future? What do you do with this? Um, I mean, it's hard because there have been like so many things, like generations and such, that I that I haven't got to try out. There, like you said, so many games. So I can't um, Yeah, but Color, that, colors like one thing I was thinking, you know, um, is just so many of the 3D games that I have played. Like when you do get into those fast parts and the bounce pads and everything, mm-hmm. it just it feels like the best parts of the game almost feel like you you kind of go into auto mode yep. like there's not a lot of skill involved or, oh, or variation you lock on enemies you're yeah. just like bat, bat, bat. yeah yeah sure and so i kind of you know i i kind of was envisioning like like really big fields like uh xenoblade or something just like a, a much like wider lane mm. um and obviously like you couldn't like be going all different directions you'd still be going forward but like you'd have a, a broader path and like things to jump on and stuff like that so you know, like moving forward through what feels like a classic 2D Sonic level, like the Green Hill Zone, but mm-hmm. a, w- a wide lane to where you have a lot of different like options F-Zero. to move around. F-Zero um, GX, but But Sonic. I mean, I feel, that's what, uh, <laughs> I feel like that's what the Wii U one was sort of like, was yeah. trying to do that so, tube thing. Panel, I'm, we're about to open a can of worms. I don't know. I didn't, want, I, would, I didn't come here wanting to open this can of worms. Oh. Sure. But like, I, this, we're leading on this path, Huber. Uh... But what Blood was just talking about, this freedom and everything, I'm on board for, right? But I think when you're working on, and they probably are planning the next big Sonic game, you have to consider the Nintendo Switch. And I think that 
because of the Switch's popularity, we might be seeing games that are being planned and designed with the Switch in mind. Where I think you have to drag down your expectations a little of what you can fit into a level, what you can process, and things like that. I mean, look at Mario Kart. What do you mean, look at Mario Kart? I mean, Mario Kart is similar in a lot of ways to what you would want out of a 3D Sonic game. Yeah, they can do Wait, Breath what? of the Wild. You're moving really fast. Yeah. You've got a lot of crazy stuff going on in the background. You, you just put platforming in there instead no, of just... No, blood. I they want... can do the size of Breath of the Wild. I like, want... You can... I want a Sonic game. Sonic. I want a Sonic game Mario that looks, looks like Horizon, but instead, oh. like when you know when they're making. So Sonic Forces will be on Switch, by the way. <laughs> so I'm just thinking, like, and this is a lot of games. I'll have to think about this. Like, we have to make this work on the Switch. Don't go nuts. Don't go nuts. <laughs> Keep it simple. I think that's what a Mario lot of games Kart looks to... so good. I don't understand. Mario Kart is. It looks good because you're on a track. It looks good because it's you not... You can't go into that Animal Crossing yeah, house yeah, yeah. and, like, open that door and see things. This well, is, you wouldn't this is have, rude you to say, but... a great Sonic game Mario either. Kart looks better than Super Mario Odyssey. And I, I look, Mario Odyssey is my most anticipated game. I think it looks great, but Mario Kart looks better than that. Mario Kart mm-hmm. 8 Deluxe looks better than that. And so, obviously, like, when you're on the track, when it's a racing game, you get to make things look better than, they, than you would if you could freely explore them as in a Sonic game. But I don't. I don't know that you. That's yeah. I. I don't know that slowly, freely exploring things is great for a Sonic game. So you want to be on a track in your ideal Sonic game. Like it wouldn't necessarily be like a full track, but yeah, it would be like a wider track with maybe you know different branching paths that go off in different. The second directions. you got a branching branching path, you're already you you've broken the switch. We can't do no, it. The switch Come can't on. handle that branching path. Yeah, it can't handle me? it. It's like Outrun. Outrun has branching paths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, you don't That's have to I'm load thinking. both paths. You have to settle yeah. it with horses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Maybe that conversation is worth having some other time, or maybe it's not worth having at all. But yeah, we talked about compromise. Remember mm-hmm. when we were talking about like the, there's still a PS3 and Xbox 360 version? I think the Switch is going to start compromising uh, multi-platform games. Sooner than later. Sooner than later. But yeah, that's interesting. Uh, maybe it's not. Uh, PS5 is coming. Yeah, exactly. And the PS... Hubert, the PS5 games will be compromised by the Switch. And How the, crazy and is that? And compromised by the PS4. Yeah. It's constant it's compromise. Constant. constant compromise. There's only like that small window when games yeah. are not compromised. Mm-hmm. And it's right now, 2017. We're living right in now. It. We're living we're in living it. We're living in it. The prime. Yakuza 6. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to end this conversation, I just think it's really interesting that in this year, Mario's got a huge game coming out. Crash Bandicoot has a huge game coming out. And Sonic the Hedgehog is a huge game coming out. That's crazy. It's crazy that... uh, I don't know. It's been a nostalgic year. You throw Resident Evil and and Zelda into that ring as well. That's a lot of franchises that have been around for a long time. Yeah, Huber, I guess (laughs) I'm just interested in this idea that some characters are able to permeate. That they're able to stick around throughout years and years. BJ Blazkowicz, still kicking ass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. And you know, a lot of characters die. A lot of characters, like we talked about, were just goofballs and didn't make it. And and so it's just interesting to me. I, I don't know. I don't really have a, a reason why and those three in particular are huge this year. But yeah, it's an interesting thing to look at, I guess. Sonic defined a generation. Like, no joke. Like, Genesis, mm-hmm. he was the guy. Yep. And I'll never forget when Dreamcast launched. Like, I have visions, you know. I remember certain things from my gaming past. I remember opening the Max Payne box in my mom's station wagon because it was one of the first DVD cases for a game. No. 
I'll never forget going into an EB Games, yeah. looking up at the TV and seeing those whales yeah. in Sonic Adventure. I think that's oh, I hear you, dude. And just I hear you. And freaking out. Yes. Freaking. I was with my the whales were wrecking mom. a dock that it, Sonic was trying to run on. Mind blowing. Yes. The, yes. the craziest visuals yep. I'd ever seen, mm -hmm. and and the fact that I had been attached to Sonic already. I was just like, ah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, it was. Such, I mean, really, it was a pretty enormous leap over the N64 and the <laughs> yeah. PlayStation. Yeah. Like when you think about it, like comparing the Dreamcast stuff to stuff now, like you can see the improvement. Mm -hmm. But there was so much a bigger night and day between the generation before it and the Dreamcast. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah. you know, there's Genesis and Dreamcast. Sonic was kicking, you know. And Sonic's still kicking, though. I really don't think Sonic ever stopped kicking, yeah. which is kind and of And it's like, you know, Sega doesn't make s systems anymore. So it's like Sonic is kind of carrying that torch, you know. Sega makes other, other games, obviously, and publishes a lot of games. But... Sonic is like, yo, I'm yeah. still here. We're still here. Sega is alive. And I think the way Jones opened <laughs> that conversation is right, is that Sega needs Sonic. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, you can't take a year off. We need you. <laughs> we need that money every year. We're counting on that money. And I think you're totally right, Jones. I think that's a thing that's every single year. Oh, I'm sorry. Y'all hear that? Sounds like it's podcast halftime. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of August. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Jojo Dent Co., your friendly automotive dent repair expert. If you're currently an EZA patron and are in the Denver metropolitan area, tweet at FastMower if you would like to have your minor door dings repaired free of charge. iKeyless. Need a new car key or remote? iKeyless.com has been in the key replacement business since 2002. Check them out today and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. If you type in offer code EZA at checkout, you'll get 15% off of your order. Mango. Hoag Law Business Law Firm. Whether you're stuck starting uh, whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hoag started Hoag Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the allies. Check them out at www.hoaglaw.com. Michael Kozachenko, who is producing video game long-form reviews on YouTube at youtube.com slash MishaKoz. His latest video that tackles Uncharted 3 is available, is available now for all patrons of patreon.com slash MishaKoz and live Friday, August 11th for everybody. El Fanis. That's in the past. I don't know if you want to... But it's available now. Go check it out. Okay. Uncharted 3. <laughs> Drake's Deception. Iron Harvest, a real-time strategy game for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, currently in development at King Art Games. Join their community and help bring the alternate reality of 1920-plus to life. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. I like that uh, Mishikos is, like, uh, hitting that the cell. Oh, yeah. That's some good mm -hmm. copy. Just changing it up. Yeah. I like that, yeah. Do you think Hoag Law is going to hit me and say, like, Kyle, it's very bad that you're talking about uh, using other people's IP? 
What do you mean with uh with, with making fan games? Do you think Hog Law is going to be like now? Cloudy? He is. Oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now. Poke the bear. Yeah. <laughs> you poked the hog. <laughs> Never poke the hog. Yeah, I'm I'm doomed. I'm going to get schooled. Well, yeah. If week. you're if you're a lawyer, there's no like wishy washy answer about that's always no. Yeah, don't ever no. Don't yeah, do yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. I, 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 look, I know like you shouldn't do it, but I'm saying do I'm it. Saying. Get no. those eyeballs. When's Better Call Saul season? Like I'm saying, like yeah. you can't blame me. Like yeah. I'm not liable. I'm just saying. Do it. <laughs> yeah, what so if like I end up getting sued I have for this? zero negative Absolutely. ramifications here. Do it. <laughs> Flash forward one year later, I'm gone. I'm yeah. just <laughs> on the streets. Should have done that. Let's begin. Love and respect. Love, Love and respect. respect. <laughs> you ready for a hard one? No. Um, not really, but let's do it. Ooh, <laughs> not really, but let's do it. Hi, allies. I have a rather topical gaming question for you all, if you are willing. Say you are Activision or Bethesda, and you are releasing Call of Duty World War II and Wolfenstein II in just three months. You are ramping up your marketing blitz, all about fighting the Nazis and Nazis taking over America. Mm. And then this past weekend happens. Mm. What do you do now? How do Activision or Bethesda begin their marketing for World War II and Wolfenstein with the current conversation on the topic being so very heated and emotional, likely for some time? Do they even bother with marketing at this point or avoid it entirely and just let the games come out with little fanfare? At what point do you even consider postponing to spring 2018 to just distance yourself from it all? Sorry for the tough one, but would love your option. Would love your opinions. All the love, Brandon Patton at the Thumb Blister. T H U M B L I S T E R. By the way, no two Bs. Boom. Um, I think probably the best thing for them to do is just to stay the course, like. Don't try to capitalize on it at all, of course. But yeah. I would think that's it's but, kind of part of what Wolfenstein advertises as. Sure. Yeah, they, they're absolutely capitalizing on it. Well, I see. You're not trying to capitalize on the drama. Right. But still capitalize on the fact that this is a game where you're warring against Nazis. Right. So and I, and, but, that, I, right? but I don't think that they do, like, like, that's a part of the game. But I don't think, like, they're, you know, putting big banners. Hey, go around, kill Nazis. Like, that's not really where they're focusing on really i, mean, I saw a lot of social media sharing of some interview that they did where the guy was like the two images where he's like and who doesn't like killing nazis and then like smiled to the camera and it was like those two images of him quoting that and him smiling mm-hmm. that made the rounds a lot oh, during e3 yeah sure. um and i don't know what trailer that was if it was just like a fun trailer they dug up or if that was from like the core wolfenstein um i mean i know they had like a main e3 trailer but i don't know if that was from a doc they released before and people dug it up at e3 or if that was released at e3 blood i feel like that's why wolfenstein exists mm-hmm. talking back like wolfenstein 3d i think i think wolfenstein's in a trickier place yeah. than than uh, world war yeah. ii world war ii you don't change a thing because you right. got the you have the history mm-hmm. vibe it's like you know regardless of what who are the good guys or bad guys here this is our interest in this is uh making you feel what it was like to be in that conflict what it was like to 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 wear these uniforms to hold those weapons to drive these tanks you know so i think there's a lot of that um nostalgia is a really bad word uh, a lot of that perspective of just kind of like shining the light on these things that uh kids from you know this era might not be familiar with whereas yeah wolfenstein is is um counting a little bit more on, on that kind of sentiment that like they're like yeah we all share this right and i don't i don't know if a lot of their the majority of their audience 
Probably does, but maybe not all of them. I don't Jones, know. Yes. The majority yeah. of the Wolfenstein audience <laughs> likes shooting Nazis. That's right. a safe thing to That's say. Why I right. You can say that. Yeah, <laughs> right. absolutely. Uh, it's my favorite enemy to kill in video games. Your fa- absolutely. It's my dude. number one. Yes. <laughs> like Mecha Hitler? You're going down. <laughs> <laughs> kidding? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about marketing, though. So is, like, is it too late for these? Hundred plus million dollar video games to like shift or pull out like you can pull out it in a second and it had like the Pepsi ad was pulled in a day you know yeah. like you can pull out anytime you want uh, you're right though it's hard to shift it's hard to say you know what we should take a different angle on it I bet you're right because like Wolfenstein is like comedy at some parts and mm-hmm. like, yeah. oh sure like, oh yeah there's it's, comedy and it's like, a delicate balance but yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and not really like. I think the comedy is is kind of in like the the buffoonery presented with all of them, you know, and, and placing them in these horrible situations, putting like electric traps that are just waltzing right into having milkshake guy, you know, be like, hey, you remind me of someone. You're like, oh, you know, yeah, like you know, creating those those tense moments. Um, I think when it when it does get its hokiest, it is involving even the scary moment from the the, the teaser at the end of their E3 demo. Um, even the mom like berating her child for eating too many sweets, you know, yeah. like there is kind of a it's not funny, but like it, it, it. Uh, there, there is a comedic side to it. Like you, there mm-hmm. are parts of that that you could laugh at and not be looked at funny. Sure, um, and, and I can see that as being last weekend as being dangerous, right? Yeah. To say like, oh, Nazis are silly, when it's like, well, that's come on, this is happening right now. It's yeah. not very silly. I can see where. It, yeah, maybe don't lean into the silliness aspect of Nazis it, when you're making it. trailers now. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe focus up the heroism angle and not so much the uh, you know ain't, ain't Nazis a gas angle. Yeah. yeah. Right, which is kind of like, I mean, it it opened with, and I think they're still doing trailers with, like, the commercials. Like, wouldn't it be funny? Like, look yeah. how silly TV would be if the Nazis had won. Isn't this goofy? And it's like, maybe, like, don't play up the goofy. I, I get you there. Yeah. Um, which is tough, because the uh, New Order was so goofy. They had all the albums that had come out and the... Mm. You know, like remakes of popular tracks that we knew, but different yeah. people singing them. And see, I thought those were kind Germany of too, impactful and in not a silly way. I mean, didn't they have like the referee who should, like shot the player in a clip or something like that? Uh-huh. Yeah, like th- that to me was like super dark. That was, uh, I didn't think that was played for his humor as much. The original Wolfenstein trailers. Well, but the, and the one we got from E3 of the little girl who has the machine that follows her around, and you know, the machine's out there killing people by mistake. Whoops. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, that stuff is is tricky, and it was so positive in the first I loved the, the all the advertising for the first game I thought was really clever mm-hmm. um, because it was uh, streamlined throughout the whole thing so any, if it was a print ad or if it was just a 30 second commercial or a long trailer even just gameplay clips like it all felt like they were being approved by the same person or the same committee yeah. they were being written and conceived by the same team and so that team is now probably scratching their heads a little bit by being like oh man how do we Again, if we play up the the heroism of Blazkowicz yeah. and the return of these characters and the ultimate victory over you know possible losses mm-hmm. that occurred in the first game, that that's that's a sell. But I bet they got so many things preloaded, ready to go. Because like video games, hokey. video games and movies are entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I saw Dunkirk, and like you go to a movie to be entertained, right? And like, Dunkirk is a great movie, but it affected me personally i came out of the theater and not smiling collapsed in tears and sat near a fountain for like four minutes bawling my eyes out like i had it together and beth looked over and she's like yeah why did why did that happen at that part and then it was just like flood of emotion <laughs> like couldn't handle it and like at the end of the day it is entertainment but it's also a good way to tell stories that matter and that mm-hmm. can affect you personally. Do you think Call of Duty World War II will? 
I I mean, the trailer, like, again, like Joan said, you know, the trailer does have some, like, heroism in it, and it seemed more serious and, like, Band of Brothers style of, like, we're going through this. Uh, but I look back at the last couple Call of Duty games, and it, they've never really touched me in that kind of way. So, yeah. it's... I don't know. I think it's safe to say that the trailers for Call of Duty have proven they can't. That, that, mm-hmm. Yet. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they've had that trailer where it's you go, oh... Mm-hmm. They're going somewhere with this one. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've. I don't think they've presented that to us yet. Yeah. Maybe it will eventually. But yeah, there's kind of a, there's kind of a lot riding on it. Uh, can they show that maturity? I think it is worth saying that they've had announced in that big in their big reveal that uh, there will be no swastikas in multiplayer, but absolutely in the single player game. And so I think that's kind of an interesting. Decision. I think multiplayer is yeah the biggest trouble area with World War Two. Sure. That there were lots of yeah. parties in World War II fighting from lots of different areas, and it's clearly, like, U.S. versus Germany in, like, the multiplayer modes. So, like, every time you get into any match, half of the people playing that match are playing as Nazis. And so, yeah, that's a very de- uh, deliberate choice to remove any uh, iconography from it. But then again, you're still, you know, you can call it call it whatever you want, draw it however you want. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I could see that potentially haunting because it's that's not just something at launch that then will go away like they want to keep releasing maps and modes and more zombie stuff you know and so it's like if um how is this uh is is well zombies wouldn't be a problem sure sure, potentially but it's just again it's how it's perceived you know if it's if they had some super goofy over the top you know uh you know nazi focused you know expansion that they were doing to zombies and now they're like is it is it safer just to call them like the Axis or something? Like if you're just like yeah, we're the, we're the Axis. I'm on the Axis side. Does that feel I mean, I think, better? I think that's yeah, that's definitely been in the past. Okay. In different games. Sure, sure, but sure. It's still, the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like Hubert, does, is that what you would do? Like, like as an actual decision, as like a game designer, like how do you even handle that? I don't know. Okay. That is <laughs> like because you know you're dealing with. Hundreds of million dollars, hundreds, you know, I yeah. don't, no, I don't know anything about budgets, <laughs> yeah. nothing about Call of Duty and marketing and all that. I wouldn't say hundreds, I'd yeah. probably, probably yeah, heavy hundred. Cool hundred mil? Hundred plus. Yeah. Hundred plus, heavy hundred. So it's like what, kind of, I don't know. Yeah. What decision do you make there? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That's a, that's a crazy responsibility. You're right, Jones. You're having that. But it's tricky. Yeah, you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't. Yeah. Because if you do make big changes and especially announce those changes yeah. via social media or whatever like channels that you can, it's somehow saying that like your your viewpoint on the game was somehow different before the events of this last week. Right. And that this kind of like re, you wow this happened and now I'm re- totally changing the way I think about Nazis. It's uh-huh. like I don't think so. I think you're pretty dialed into what you think. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and I'm sure there were some serious talks on both of these teams going into this game realizing like this is a sensitive issue. We want people to be polite on social media and all that. Um, and I don't think this is going to change any of that. I just think yeah it's like what you, I'm sure people that would like to see these companies support them and want them to make changes but at the same time uh it's dangerous to make a change and to, to for you the first thing that blood said is like well okay now are you making this because you feel this is politically the right thing to do or are you potentially capitalizing on some free advertising here sure. to to get people yeah. uh, interested you know controversy sells good and bad in mm-hmm. games and so but i mean uh, i think yeah what what you're saying about multiplayer it actually makes me think that Call of Duty might have the harder time than, than Wolfenstein. I totally forgot about multiplayer when, yeah, yeah. when I started this conversation. Because it's yeah. like, okay, now who who wants to play as the Nazis? It's like nobody. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's not it's not about like you know what what guns and tanks and whatever you get to use. It's like I just don't want to be that guy. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, what do you do? But then that plays bad against Germany, and Germany itself is not really the issue here. <laughs> you know, right. it's like Germany's doing okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and so when I hear, like, I appreciated playing multiplayer and hearing them talk to German to each other and being like, oh, that's neat. You know, different languages and like different vibes and stuff. Yeah, that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, that was like, you know, it's a couple months back. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think if either of them are going to make a shift. It would be bad if I could tell when. If I could see like, oh, there it is. That's the commercial. That's the trailer. And you could timestamp all the media that came out before that, and then everything right. that came after that. Mm-hmm. Then it would people could really like analyze the shift and be like, well, wait, why? Why did they make that decision? Let's really tear apart this trailer and figure out what their message is and what they're trying to tell us. It's also kind of hard because it like it's so fresh. Like it's like today, you know, and it's like where are we at today versus where we're we gonna be at. Well, at the end of the week, and, and then, I was suggesting spring and, 2018. Like, do you think yeah. things will cool have cooled off by spring 2018? I mean, it's such a weird thing to try to predict. Yeah, which one it's is like that? We don't, uh, Wolfenstein. Yeah. No, both of them are this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and the question was asking, like, should they should they delay? Should they just release it later when things have cooled off? Oh, okay. And I think the answer to that is no. No. I think the answer to that one is a big no. Just but get, then there's yeah. like the things we don't know. Like, and and Jones kind of touched on this is like the message of the game like what was their intent what message what story were they trying to tell in call of duty Mm -hmm. about this moment in time about the the nazis trying to take over about you know the american soldiers that the game is clearly covering Mm -hmm. so it depends on their intent of the story they were trying to tell to begin with like if they believe in it and if they think they had a good story to tell that like honors the the legacy then yeah go for it but it's just the multiplayer again like i think you guys i think saying, about the yeah. tricky thing nobody right. i don't that's weird yeah it's weird it's weird <laughs> i think about 9 11 mm-hmm. and like metal gear solid 2 and how they have we're like oh man like what a crazy coincidence that we lit we literally were crashing a plane into new york in this game that we've been working on for months metal gear arsenal and but yeah. so uh and so like yeah so okay, we got to make some shifts here because if you're looking at this horrible headline and then playing our game, you might think like, well, where did they get the inspiration for what they were going to do? And we don't want to confuse that at all. We don't want you to think yeah. that that was our inspiration. or it, So it's just really safe to just totally change that. Whereas I don't see that with these two games. Like, I don't think, I think it could be frustrating seeing t- commercials that kind of glorify this or potentially make light of it. Mm-hmm. But I don't, it's not as, I, as an educated as consumer. I just don't think you would like blame Bethesda or Activision to like. Well, it's very clear why you thought of this idea in the first place. Sure. I just think they're both in sticky situations. Yeah. Well, and it's and it's also yeah. You know, they're they're both set in in the past at least in in some form or another. Sure. Uh, Blood. What was what's the name of the game where there's natural disasters and then after the tsunami in Japan they just canceled the franchise completely? Do you know that 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 franchise? Um. Anyway, there was there was Whoa, a very yeah, popular about this very fra- popular series in Japan that was actually selling really well. It's about natural disasters happening and you have to survive them and, and I think it might be kind of action heavy survival kind of game. Uh, I mean, I remember Disaster Day of Crisis, but that yes. was one game. Okay, I think it's a series. I think there were I think that's exactly what we're talking about. Disaster Day of Crisis. So there was a game coming out. The tsunami happened. They're just okay. The franchise is gone, and I and I almost think that is the right thing to do in that case. It's kind of direct. It's kind of like oh, it's actually not fun to play a game where I'm trying to survive a natural disaster. I get that. Uh, and so, yeah, I think these two are separated enough where uh, there's something there. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's yeah, because that is like natural disaster versus like choices that were made in World War II. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. 
please never apologize for sending us a hard question. We don't have definitive <laughs> answers, but yeah, absolutely. It's, a, it's an interesting thing. Uh, y'all want to play a game? You want to have a fun one? Mm. Fun one. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right, let's go, let's go back into fun. <laughs> Change of pace. I'm excited about uh. this game. Uh, you know, we've been doing this for a while. People send in questions and games and topics every week. Uh, still impressed sometimes by the ingenuity of suggestions. Uh, let me make sure... Hey, allies, fun little game in which you have one question to answer. Does the game title have an exclamation mark? Yes. <laughs> I've divided it into three sections, one for each of the first three console, major console generations. Have fun and don't get too excited. Okay. I'll try. So I, I want to ask you, panel, actually, how I should deliver these. Should I deliver them each excitedly or should I deliver them each dryly? Dry. I like okay. dry. Okay. All right. So we're talking about the 8-pit. <laughs> We have the Atari 2600 Ooh. and the NES. Wow. And w- the way I'm going to do this is ask for answers from all three of you. Please be quick. Are you scoring this? Yeah, I'm scoring okay. it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're okay. going to tally these up. Pitfall. No. 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 Pitfall does have <laughs> Are you kidding? This is fun. We already messed up on the first one. Are you kidding? Pitfall is pitfall. <laughs> Breakout. No. 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 That is correct. Point for all three. Okay. Frogger 2. Three deep. No. No. Yes. Yes. Blood gets a point. <laughs> By the way, Frogger Two Three Deep. T H R E E E D E E P. Three E's before the D. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Is that like a frog noise? Three deep. I cannot figure out what that. I had to Google it. It's like that can't be right. Yeah. Frogger Two Three Deep. <laughs> Yars Revenge. Yes. 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 Wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn it. Why did I trust you? Jones, don't play that game. Yeah, don't I play Kool-Aid Man. No. Yes. No. No. That's one for Jones, one for Blood. Hardball. Mm. Yes. No. No. Yes. You were disappointed. Don't know that. Smash TV. No. Faster, faster. No, 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 no. Points yeah. for all. I feel like you. I, I was confident with that one. I feel like Jones. I feel like they stole your points there, man. Like you came out assertive, and then right. these two guys are just like, hey, you know what? No, I'll, I'll think about this for five. Seconds. Seconds. Okay. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. I'm, I'm not playing against them. I, mean, I want us all to win. I think if we were stealing, we would just go right after him. Smash <laughs> TV and Pitfall are the only ones I've played so far. Skate or die. Yes. Yes. Sure. Yeah. I believe. That's, Hell that yeah, is correct. Skate or die. That is correct. <laughs> yes. Skate or die. Love skate or die. Mike Tyson's punch out. No. Yes. Yes. This is exclamation point. Then punch out. What? All right. Okay. We'll go with it. That's so Did cheating. Did you just change? That is yeah. so cheating. It's a point. We, we've established <laughs> that's a point. There are two. There are two. Punch out. Okay. There are two. Jones, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> I cannot. Cold. I should not let you have that point. All right. That's a yellow card. If you do it again, okay, right card. You're out of the game. Got it. Okay. All right. Marble Madness. God, I love Marble Madness, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. No. Yes. No. Yeah. God, I love that game. <laughs> it's, it's tempting with the word madness, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I understand. Marble Madness. And then there was a Marble game on 360. Launched, yeah, that so was, was a like, cool game. Oh, that game was. I haven't so thought about that game in years. Good. <laughs> what was that game? I forget. We'll that find is it. Though. Such a cool game. We'll we gotta it. stream it. I like. I have. <laughs> I'll look at my achievements. Like it's there. Oh, that game is so cool. Oh. Okay. Great game. Boulder Dash. 
No. No. Yes. No. Ah. Blood, you lost your lead there. Yep. Yonoid. Oh, yes. 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 That is correct. I went with them, <laughs> stole it. I stole oh, it. God. I don't know what the hell. I love the they meta. They both were like, yep. I love the meta of this game. Yeah. <laughs> Do not admit to it. Huber, you get a yellow card as well. Uh, the interesting thing is the game is called Yo Noid. Mm-hmm. The Yo comes after oh, nice. the explanation. Yeah, they like clearly. Yeah, because yeah. so it's like it? trying to get the Noid's yeah, attention. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Noid. <laughs> uh, you did get its attention. Yo Noid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are now moving into the 16-bit era. We're looking at Genesis and Super Nintendo games. Mm, Excellent. Right. Barkley, shut up and jam. Yes. No. No. Yes. Oh. Huber, you played that game, haven't yeah. you? That, that definitely has an exclamation mark. Yep. Barkley, shut up and jam. Yep. Sunset Riders. No. No. That is correct. A point for everybody. Love Sunset Riders. A lot of good games here. You in big heap trouble. Uh, Battletoads in Battle Maniacs. No. I don't think so. Y- yes. Yes. No. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun game. Hold on, this is a long title. Donkey Kong Country 3, Dixie Kong's Double Trouble. No. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, really? A yeah. Donkey Kong game has an exclamation point in it. Mm-hmm. All right. Double Trouble just screams exclamation point <laughs> to me. It does. That's why, that's why I thought it was picked, though. Uh, Jones is good at this one. Home Improvement, Power Tool, Pursuit. No. 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 Yes. Oh. Power it. Tool Pursuit. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know what's interesting is I think part of the opening of Home Improvement always is a video game or something. No. Is that my imagination? Yeah, I think they did it once. Okay. That they they did change the opening. Yeah. Over but the I feel years, like they're yeah. introducing one of the boys and his part is like video game. Yeah, I think one, oh. of, one of the iterations <laughs> might have been video game. Are you talking about Home Improvement or Tool Time? Home Improvement. No, tool no, Time no. is a show within a show. Okay. I thought. Top 10 shows mind. within shows. Three ninjas kick back. Yes. Sure. <laughs> no. No is correct. Oh. Rocky loves Emily. Rocky See, loves this is why this Emily. is so good. Losing these is frustrating. Yes. The person put some thought into selections here. That's what I love about this one. Okay. Green Dog, the beached surfer dude. No. How can you say yes? I don't know. It's going to be yes. But I say no. Jones. I said no. Oh, you said no? Yeah. There is. Absolutely. Otherwise, why wouldn't it be on the list, right? Yes. That yeah, game well, that we have never heard of, yeah. why would it be on the no. list if there was not one on it? Green Dog, the beach surfer, dude. <laughs> what? We got to play Green Dog. <laughs> What's this beach surfer? It's a city console. He's it's either Genesis or Super Nintendo. Okay, it's either okay. one of those two. It's hilarious. I'm betting like Genesis. he surfed to an island somewhere. Yeah, and you got to get your surfboard back. I bet Genesis. Anybody going against me on that one? I'm not going against you on that. Absolutely. That's game. That's hardcore Genesis. Like, just, I imagine like an adventure game like an adventure rpg it's like Link's awakening i just gotta get my surfboard where, where, where back. is the exclamation point after green dog uh dude oh dude surfer dude <laughs> strange trampoline terror sure yeah i'll buy it no yes uh. <laughs> trampoline terror <laughs> pack attack yes yes sure no no what? Really? Pack attack that you know what's one's funny frustrating. is uh, Pack Attack, the old game trailer show, yeah. absolutely has an exclamation point after it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I remember that was like Rohan, one of Rohan's like uh, like uh, producer tips. He's like, I find it's very effective to put an exclamation point at the end of your title. 
Pack attack. Huber syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> Arrival turf. Arrival turf? Rival oh, turf. Rival turf. No. I'm going to no. say no. There is one. Uh, really? Yes. Come oh, on. Rival man. turf. <laughs> Michael Jordan, chaos in the windy city. No. 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 That is correct. Three points for everybody. Well, one for all. Tom and Jerry, frantic antics. No. 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 Yes, there is one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Frantic antics. Okay, we're moving into the final phase. Okay. If, if you're not keeping track at home, let me just tell you, it's pretty close. Jones has 12 points. Blood has 11 points. Huber has 14 points. Whoa. Yeah, it is close. It is Confident tight. Confident Huber. Beetle Adventure Racing. No. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Blood remembers. <laughs> he sees that box art. <laughs> uh, did I say it's N64 PlayStation? Yep. Okay. Jumping Flash. Yes. 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 Okay, all three. Yep. Easy point. Yeah, we all remember that one. Mm-hmm. Banjo Kazooie. No. 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 Oh, are these getting easy because we know the games? No. Yeah, getting. <laughs> see the logos. Time Crisis. No. no. Okay, yep, you're all correct. <laughs> if I had missed that one, I would have left. Time Crisis! Yeah. Pandemonium. Sure. I'll buy that. No. No. I feel like this is a gambling game now. <laughs> I feel Jones, I feel like you're like, I have an ace of spades. <laughs> I'm flipping over one of my cards. You gonna you gonna call me? It does have an exclamation point. Yeah. Mm. Uh that game I never wanted to play, by the way. You look at that box art, like, oh, there's like a jester and yeah, like the title I never liked. Has anyone played Pandemonium? Mm-mm. It's a freaky looking game. Looks like it's for big kids. It always looked like that that's a game for big kids. Freaky looking game. <laughs> Bloody Roar. No. No. Yes. No. Ah. <laughs> Ready to rumble boxing. No. Yes. No. Who said no? Me. Blood said yes. We, uh, Hubert and I said no. It is, there is not one. Blood can falls see that further falling, behind. Falling. I really want to do that on a group stream, especially now that we got the Dreamcast working. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. It actually got a lot of votes last time we had a Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it does. Ripto's Rage! Tomba. Yes. Yes. Sure. Oh, you were a cheater, dude. You were a cheater. Can I down that one? Yeah, this is the second time he's done it. Thumbs downing that response. I was thinking. All right. They were so confident. They needed to mask their emotion. All right. They should have said yes. All right. I want to see more masking of emotions. We're giving you. I got to give him another yellow card. Yeah, I should have booted you out. All right. Here we go. Hey you, Pikachu. Yes. 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 Did I sell it with the Hey you? I feel like I put no, too much emphasis just, on that. We know you. Yeah. Hey you, Pikachu. Yeah. Hey you. Yeah. <laughs> Pepsi man. No. No. It's three. Yeah. No. Just it's a game called Pepsi Man. WWF SmackDown. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you'd be wrong after Huber said yes. You'd be wrong to do it. Yep, 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 uh, that yep, brings our final yep. scores to Bloodworth 20, Jones 23, Huber 24. What Whoa. a game. That was fun. That was yeah. fun. Uh, Good job, Huber. Um, Stole a couple points. <laughs> oh, actually, I'm, I'm sorry. I got that from the wrong one. That's from uh, Justin Runga. 
<clears throat> yeah, I should take a sip of water. Thank you, Justin. That was such a fun game. Wow. We got time. We got time take for one more. Some, one. Some, one. Some of those misses, breath. man. It's just so... Mm -hmm. Deep breath, Kyle. Deep breath. Jeez. Okay. Um, all right, all right. Windy right. City, that was a mind game. Which one? I, I, I saw that. Which one? The Windy City. Like, then they hit then Barkley, and then they hit Windy oh, City. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Later. We saw what was happening there. Yeah, yeah. You can't trick them twice. Dang, that was... And I'll show them, Oh, I just love... It became like poker. That <laughs> legit became a poker game. I don't... Oh, I would man. not want to change the rules for anything. Call. You called him. You called his bluff. Hey, allies. I'd like to discuss the negative outcry against Middle Earth Shadow of War single player <laughs> microtransactions. Yeah, this was a thing that I almost oh. picked last week, and I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't want to. But then I, I, there were enough in love and respect that it was like clear to me that we should have covered okay. this. While many gamers are outraged, I find it interesting that a lot of the arguments center on the fact that if these microtransactions were for cosmetic items only, it would be acceptable. It wasn't too long ago that any sort of microtransactions in a $60 game were unacceptable. And now people are buying, excuse me, now people are buying Overwatch's loot boxes in droves. Do we keep letting developers find new ways to charge us and over time we accept it? I remember a time when the concept of DLC was unheard of. And now some of the most anticipated games of the year are DLC with Uncharted Lost Legacy and Dishonored Death of the Outsider. If 10 years ago, a new Legend of Zelda game was announced with DLC, people would have lost their minds. So, as gamers, have we drawn finally have we finally drawn the line at single player microtransactions or over time will we inevitably accept them when developers and publishers find new ways to charge us love and respect, Sean? So, a uh, little background on that. Uh, Shadow of War <laughs> Has loot boxes. Mm -hmm. Shadow of War has randomized by this little treasure chest inside. Uh, you don't know what you're going to get, but you are getting loot. There's multiple types of loot boxes. Okay. There's two currencies, mm -hmm. both of which can be earned in the game. Yeah. One of the currencies, though, is like a finite amount. And that unlocks like the premium boxes. So let's say there's 20 of them in the game. Ex yeah, like that there's, kind of like a, there's a, a hard number okay. on how many of those you can get. Can I buy those with real money? The the like hard capped currency? Yeah. yeah, that's the currency you buy with real cash. And I think the other one as well you can. Sure. That I might need a correction. I'm not sure which currency you buy. But the boxes have armor, weapons, and even followers. There's like follower boxes now too, sure. so you can buy a high level orc to like defend your base. And he just pops out it. of a box. Yeah. So I know I'm sure Jones has a ton to say on this. Jones, let's go, baby. For for me, I can see 100% both sides. I can see the side, especially now in 2017, that says, "Look, I don't have 30 hours." To sit and play this game and grind it up, like maybe I'm I'm struggling. Let me throw in five or ten bucks to save X amount of hours to get through this game. It's my single player game. I'm not hurting anybody else. I'm not hurting anyone by doing this. At the same time, for me, because I'm not gonna buy these these things, like pay these microtransactions. For me, in the back of my mind, when I'm going through this game and I get a sick chest or like find a cool weapon, I know that out there people are paying for this stuff. It devalues the game for me personally mm -hmm. because 
I know that I'm putting in more time and more work and people are can just like buy their way through boss fights. Wait, Hubert, that's present in most of the multiplayer games you play. That's present in Hearthstone. That's present. Absolutely. Pay to win. Yeah. Yeah. This is a single player game. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, you play those other games and you're cool with it. No, I'm not cool with it. Do you I, have that feeling? I acknowledge it, you know, because I see both sides. At the same time, like, you know, when people are when people pay these microtransactions in in Shadow of War, I get it, but it's still gonna devalue it for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I play Hearthstone, sure, but it's like when I lose, you know, the back of my mind is gonna say, "Well, that guy paid whatever the hell for all those damn legendaries." Like, that person probably did. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I see both arguments. It just it's just. It de- the main thing for me is that it devalues what I'm getting. If you can buy it, you know, I love the idea of a weapon or an item or an armor piece in a game that you have to earn by playing said game. Let me find some sick armor. You know, think of World of Warcraft, Jones. Like mm. the, when the first legendary item came out, like just seeing that person with it or even Destiny. Can you, hold on, can you explain it? Is that a, is that a random drop, a legendary item? So yeah, it'll be like, like the first legendary came out as a random drop on like the last boss of a raid, which is like, you got to get 40 people together. Mm. You've got to kill the boss. You've got to get the drop. You've got to get the roll. Like, it's all the same to me, man. That's all no, the but same. Like you're earning that. You're going through that raid. Nobody paid to I'll get you. Okay. You no, know, so you're going through the raid. Sure. You, you beat it. Like yeah. you beat that boss and you got rewarded. Yeah. So the idea that you can just be like, nah, like here's 10 bucks, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a special. Yeah. You know, and, and like destiny had it for a while too, where it was like, that guy's got, you know, fate bringer or whatever, like Gallahorn, like they've got sick weapons. Like that stuff matters to me when I invest my time into a video game. Like I want to earn like I don't, I want, I don't want it to de- to be devalued. So I understand Destiny eventually added microtransactions for like, but they're like cosmetic yes. and emotes, which I'm hundred percent down for. Overwatch uh-huh. cosmetic skins, yeah, yep. buy all you want. Like you're not affecting the game, mm-hmm. but you know, Jones, how can how can WB, how can they justify in a sixty dollar single player game? How can they possibly say in here you can you can get some more of these boxes if you give some? Well, it's like a choice and adding to the experience. Everything that the Huber just said, where he's like, I can see both sides of it. Like, I can't see the other side on this one. I can't see why anyone would want loot boxes in a game. But that's not their side. That's the consumer. You're talking about the consumer side. Yes. Warner Brothers side, I can totally see why. <laughs> you know why? Why a company like Warner Brothers would be okay with it, especially yeah. with the what? What did they just publish and was a huge success in Justice? You know, so yeah. like, I wonder if that was a test yep. of the and and that made a lot of sense actually that system you know it's like uh um I, I think i think for me one of the biggest things to shake my head on and i know you're gonna have a lot to say because there's a lot of like you know lore breaking things about shadow of war already outside of this but like to me i i crack open a pack in hearthstone and if it's rare the same narrator that has talked me through this whole game says rare you know and it's like oh it's that guy that dwarf who says yeah welcome to my tavern and play hearthstone it's like okay it's kind of like in that vibe like i'm playing fortnite right now and they have pinatas that you smash and the pinatas will like talk to you before you smash them like <laughs> why are you holding that axe and you like just like smash them and like their severed head falls on the floor right next to all the stuff that fell out of the pinata and that like, feels good it, yeah, it's fun. They like make it, like its own little fun game out of it, like or like maybe instead of an axe, you're holding a scythe, and he's like, "That looks creepy," and like smash him, and then like get all your loot coming out of it. So it just has this kind of fun vibe where it's like the actual act of opening these is kind of fun, and you get the idea that like we're all doing this, like this is just kind of the way progression works in this game. 
where it's like, who had? What's the activity of opening a uh, a random loot box in Shadow of War? Like, what <laughs> happens if I get a good thing? Is Italian like yes? Like, oh, Jones, I've been waiting for that sword. I'm like, sure they're what? working on making it feel good to win. To to roll the one armed bandit and like get a prize. I'm sure that's oh gonna God. feel cracking great. cracking open those boxes. Yeah, but just, are they the actually animation. gonna bother to set up contextually like where you are when you're opening these? And sure, like, yeah. are you back at your base? And like the orcs come in here. Uh, here's our hall, you know. Or if, some, like, if I had to place a bet, uh, it would be in a menu, and you just see an overlay of like a chest dropping, mm, and just sure. like, <laughs> added your inventory. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's over the UI. You're right. I don't think it drops in as like an amiibo yeah. does in Zelda. And and I said I'm okay with Overwatch skins because it's not affecting gameplay, but at the same time, if you couldn't spend real money like the skins to me would be more valuable they would be like be more special like now everyone like that is so many people play overwatch to get the skins and it's like you can just you buy them now you know like i i I like that they do events sometimes where you can only get the skins for a certain amount of time but even then it still comes down to the, like random drops in the loot boxes, so that is just a kind of a trap. It incentivizes the spending. A lot of spending at that moment to yeah. try to like get that. Because if skin. I don't get it now, it's gone forever. And like, while it makes the skin skin a little special, it's still like coming down to just like dumping a bunch of money in or not dumping money in and getting lucky. Mm-hmm. So, I I'm always gonna think they devalue games when you can just spend real money. Blood, is this to gonna hurt your playthrough more. of Shadow of War? I'm playing through Shadow War. I'm sorry. I'm not that. playing through Shadow He's War. Out. He's out. Um, were you going to before? Now you were under no. the impression you weren't going to. Okay. All right. All right. No. Um, yeah. I just. It's hard for me to, to say because I'm not. I'm not entirely familiar with like what their weapon system is. Mm-hmm. To me, it feels like in order for this to work, then you're probably just getting random loot anyways, and this is just like, you know stacking another treasure chest on the, to the Shortcut. pile you know yeah shortcut for sure uh, you know like your the stats of whatever weapon and armor you get are probably going to be based on whatever level you're already at and so there's probably some variance of it's going to be this much more powerful than the stuff you normally have or whatever but and, and things will probably be tied to level so like there'll be that kind of barrier for pay to win yeah right guaranteed they they're not going to get the loot box it's going to be the sword that you have for exactly. the whole game yeah it's hard to get like grosser than the pre-order bonus, but they they did it, you know, because <laughs> yeah. like at least the pre-order bonus is like look like Strider from the classic trilogy. Like, oh, cool, yeah, maybe I could do that. And then I see other people playing the game, and it's like, well, you 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 know, put that extra twenty bucks into the game, you got this special. Wait, that's like, the pre-order bonus. No, is dude, Aragon? I'm just saying, what if they did that? You know, oh, like that's yeah. a classic. Yeah, so you got, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, and like and then I can feel like okay, well, even but even before I get into this game, I can already just kind of break the world if I want to. Obviously, the Italian wouldn't look like that, wouldn't talk like that if there's the voice changes. Or or whatever but like i know that going into my experience but the whole random nature is like oh man it's not only like an extra thing you could buy you could give us 20 bucks and get nothing you want <laughs> you know, thanks so yeah, like, yeah. That's so that just feels it, it feels gross but like it's gonna make them a ton of money ton i don't of think money. it's gonna affect sales for shadow of war i don't think a year from now we're gonna be looking back on the franchise negatively because sh- of that like, solely but like it is gross <laughs> like shadow of it's unprecedented i can't think yeah. of another single player game I think Zelda is actually a kind of fair comparison. Uh, but that's DLC. I mean, that there's no, no... No, no, The Amiibo. You just drop it in, you get some free stuff mm-hmm. randomly. True, but you're not bought... You, it's a one-stop shop. I bought the Amiibo and I... Boop, 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 anytime I... What's the clock is the only thing that's holding me back. Still, man. Come Whereas on. in this, like, I'm constantly investing in... All right. 
Plus that the twenty dollars I buy on this yeah, game, I mean, get I think anything probably else. Closer. With that Zelda amiibo, you never know. Might yeah, Zelda's probably hook a up weirder. Game. The next Smash cool Brothers, thing. you get a thing oh, for stop that. This. The Zelda no. amiibo looks cool. You know, I think no, it's I think Zelda, Zelda's a weirder example. I think Splatoon thing, yeah, is, is a better, better one because it's like that's a permanent piece of gear that you. you what do you get in Splatoon? You get like yeah, you get you get gear like gear with. Oh, is that where people get the samurai armor? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. It's not I available think, in the shops. I yeah. think one of the other things, too, is like for, for Fortnite, which I'm playing right now, for Overwatch, uh, you know, for anything where it's like I'm just playing in and doing a fun thing for 30 minutes and then walking away and then coming back and doing it again. And it's only the change is only really based on my skill of like who wins, who loses. And so those types of games, like, yeah, we need to put something else on top of this. We need to have something else that you you do when you're done with the match. Something else to, you know, consider an achievement. that Oh, I earned something. I got this little loot box. We'll see what's in it. Mm-hmm. Some kind of activity that's not just match, 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 right. match. Where it's weird to look at something like Shadow of War and be like, clearly we got to add something here. Because this whole campaign with all of this lore and all these characters and the writing and the cutscenes and the gameplay and the, the you know, the, the nemesis system, it's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the that concept is the most ridiculous. Well, to I me, wonder that, how, like that this game needed it. Yeah, they, they need more money. That's it. Like they this does money. not add anything. Yeah. that this game was lacking. And I wonder if this changes the way the game is designed. Like, is this game going to be grindy now to, like, work with microtransactions? Like people buying a bunch of boxes. Like, yeah. You know what? I wonder if that affects the right. design, like actually I, the design I, of the game. I highly. I'm definitely going to play this game. I'll probably. I'm, I might review it, but like, I. I. <laughs> I would be very surprised if I care about anything. Sure. If I ever see, if I ever get some yep. piece of loot, I'm like, oh, but I, I should get more of these. Actually, like, I'm fi- I can, ha- cool I can handle shooting an orc one more time with my bow, and I don't need that extra damage. Like, right. I, I just feel like if there were, n- there, if there was none of this, like going into some sick cave, optional, killing a Balrog, and he's like guarding some legendary piece of loot, like that would feel awesome. Of course. Now yeah. it's just gonna be like. Numbers, numbers. Uh, that's My numbers bucks. go up. You know what? Have it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I thought of another direct comparison uh, is uh, Dead Space 3. That was microtransactions <gasps> in a single player game. Oh, gross. I don't remember that. It was for your upgrades. <laughs> yeah, it was like the materials, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could buy the currency to upgrade your, your weapons. The big difference here is the loot box. And here's the thing. I'm, we know yeah. human brains love loot boxes, just as we described. The way they Jones. crack yep. open. Everybody loves crack and packs. It's just a thing. We all no, love it. Not really. It's like yeah. Blood. I know you love crack and packs. Nope. I know. He got it. He jumped in on my Fortnite stream today and was like, "I don't get this right here." Oh, okay. <laughs> he, he saw me enjoying it in the privacy of my own home. So here's <laughs> the question, like, panel: is yeah. it's it's the macro element of this question, which I don't think was just about Shadow of War. Is in a year you talked about Shadow of War, Jones, but in a year next year, we're talking. Look, we're looking at the fall lineup of 2018. Do we see? more single player games with loot boxes yeah it'll be around for a bit sorry uh, oh yeah at least one of the franchises it's it's almost free money so (laughs) it's kind of hard to say if it'll go away to answer the question i think no this is not the end i I mean gears is already doing it with multiplayer so i could see a bigger franchise you know like halo i mean here's the thing here's the thing was why i don't like with the kraken packs is like if you did something where it's like Oh, I got a couple of packs and like I popped them open and I got some things cool. But so many of these games, like what Jones is playing, there's like five, ten minutes of this. And like there's so much stuff that I'm tired of it. I'm overwhelmed with all of this stuff that I got. And like, when am I going to get to try this out? It's going to take me forever to like go through all the stuff I just got. And then there's like a whole bunch of more packs. And like, I just, it's like, it's like what Huber's saying. It's like it just loses all value to me oh, at that point. Value. Yeah, absolutely. Let me just find some sick weapon in the wild. 
Yeah. Yeah. Brother Wild. Brother Wild. <laughs> Let me just drop an amiibo and get a One thing that they did yeah, mention dude, in there that I, I kind of did want to rebut is is relating it to uh, like uh, the Uncharted and Dishonored DLC. Oh, yeah. That wasn't quite fair because you could buy those on their own. Well, themselves. I mean, you can buy those on, on disc as well. Yeah. But I, I mean, like, those are things that are like have come so far after the base game. Like it's almost like you know it's it's almost like a sequel it's a sequel that doesn't like go so far as to like reinvent the gameplay you can't make a case that they're removed from the original game right yeah whereas you know like with zelda's dlc like i would say it's like okay the second dlc looks to be like that and the first one is like you just gave me a bunch of stuff that other games might have given me for free through like patches and, and quality of life updates yep so, you know, like the first one's kind of weird and then the, the second one's good, but you made me buy them both. So, okay, I guess I'm getting them both. 20 bucks. <laughs> I'll never complain about paying for story DLC. Sure. I'll never complain. Sure. Especially things like when they develop it after the game has chipped. Mm-hmm. You know, I think well, except like for those Deus Ex ones where it was like, this is the missing chapter that you didn't right. need to have in the oh, first place. That, boat, yeah, that right. boat mission, you mean, from oh, uh, right. Human Revolution? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm complaining but about Chrono that But Colonel passed. Good. <laughs> You weren't around, yeah, you weren't around for that conversation, but no. I still haven't played that. It's time for bets. We're looking at... Ooh, so this was interesting. I had a bet. I had it set up. Huber said, too easy. I had a bet a set up. It was going to be, where, where is Uncharted going to be on Amazon's list? He said, too easy, number one. Make it harder. We're making the bet harder. I totally changed my like outline too because <laughs> oh, I didn't know what was coming out until uh, you told me. Uncharted: The Lost Legacy and Madden mm-hmm. NFL 18 will be released on Tuesday, August 22nd. Who? Uh, sorry, what will the gap between the two games on Amazon's bestseller list be at this time next week? Who will be number one, and what will the gap be? Jones. Uncharted will be in the lead by eight points or eight slots. Slots. Sure. Area. Daniel Budworth. Uh, I say Madden by five. Madden by one. Ooh. Ooh, oops. I accidentally opened Don's. Uh, I see football and score five. Oh, uh, so we're the same. I think we're meant to interpret Madden by five uh-huh, right there. Uh-huh. Um, and then my own bet is Madden by two. Kay. Let me lock those in. Jones, So if Uncharted wins, you just win automatically. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Wow, I can't believe we all went Madden. Even though right now, I, at this moment, Uncharted's winning. I felt bad. Uh, yeah, I, I think Madden's the smarter bet, but we'll see. Okay, yeah. I, I kind of feel see like... being dumb pays off this week. I yeah. feel like Uncharted is the pre-order game, and Madden is the game that, like, people... Like, oh, that's out? out? Yeah. yeah. I think it's exactly that, Blood. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, Madden's out. Okay, I'm on it. Next, last week's bet was about Sonic Mania. And you know what? It was a simple one. What would the, how long would the end credits be? Mm-hmm. Mm. Jones, you bet three minutes and 22 seconds. Damiani bet one minute and 50 seconds. Brad Brett, 330. I bet 341. Don bet 435. The actual length of Sonic Mania's end credits is seven minutes. Whoa. Yeah. So you win. That's a lot. Don wins, baby. That's Don a had lot of localization. Wins. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, you think that's the majority of the credits, you think? Yeah, that, that could be true. Uh, Sega's a big company. You got to think about the, ugh, the company. That's where they got us, Jones. That's where they got us. So that brings the score to Purple Platter by 14. <laughs> Red Eagles, 19. Before we get to the ending the show. You know, you, you kind of like discredited our, our platypus sound. What? Recently. You proud of it? 
Hmm? Well, that was good. Yeah, that was good. That right there was, yeah. was good. Yeah, but you said, like, all the other teams... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are bad. You, you got to hear Ian and Ben. They're really no, good No, but that's what I'm saying is you said that to the last team. Yeah. That all the other teams are bad, meaning yeah. us. Yeah. So you think ours is bad compared to theirs? Yes. Not as good. Yeah. I do. I do think yours is bad compared to theirs. Bad? Yeah. Bad. I don't know about bad. Just well, not Let's hear it one more time. Let's hear a clean, clean pot, platypus. <laughs> See, that one was good. That There's energy behind it. There was energy behind yeah, that yeah, one. yeah. But, but like, I just I just find the other the other ben, more aesthetically pleasing. Platypi like energetic? Don't they just like mope around? <laughs> like is a platypi gonna be coming like they're, they're, rrr, rrr, like that's it's probably just gonna be like rrr, okay you know hey you defended it well I'm going with context right. Kyle uh, but I mean I do know that like yeah, the other team is like, they don't do they've forgotten they haven't <laughs> oh Brad and Damiani yeah no that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're a little they're a little weak on that one. <laughs> Uh, I will. I will not disparage your uh, platypus sound in the future. Uh, Huber, how'd you do on your goal? Fail. What was your goal? Uh, to oh, get you yeah. to play. Get uh, you to play Hellblade with Hellblade. the headphones, headphones on. Yeah, yeah it's never Huber, and like, there's, yeah. it's not happening. It's never man. gonna happen. That's too. You'd have to offer me such a prize. Never gonna happen. You'd have to bake me a cake with brownies inside. So you are gonna play Hellblade, but you're not gonna play with headphones on. Right. And like I don't want to, I don't want like Huber. I don't want to hear the whispers. Man. Oh gosh! Come I don't want to hear it. We, Come I told on! Him. I know. You I told, told him. him. Yes. Right away. Yes. Yeah. Manage your expectations. Come yeah. on! I don't want. How's you that gonna for, do? It. All right. Oh, I don't want to hear those whispers. How about the intro? How about like fifteen minutes? No, just fifteen minutes. So you have no. a frame of reference. Maybe that. Maybe that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The like first you know, fifteen it, minutes. Like I get a hard time first for fifteen for uh with near because I turned off the music. I'll yeah. like I'll listen to the music when I enter a zone and be like, okay, too intense, and then I'll leave. But like I wanted to like hear it and let's like, go into a new zone. I wanted to hear the music still. What <laughs> this area sounds like. Uh, maybe I can give you fifteen. Ten minutes. I don't want to do the intro though, dude. What? All right, fine. The first ten minutes first of ten minutes Hellblade, of the I will. Game. Ha- and you'll get headphones. creeped and yeah. your goal. Okay. I did it. Right. I mean, you'll get creeped real. F- I mean, <laughs> like it's even creepy just like on the stereo speakers. Oh. There's enough of a distinction. Yeah. Like just listening to the review. Uh, awesome. Blood. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I heard you say fishy twice, so I guess your streak is still alive. Uh, sorry about that, Jones. How'd you do on your goal? <laughs> I got him in there. I got two thumbs up, actually, and one thumbs down. So I missed the thumbs up. I got the thumbs down, which you gave to Huber for cheating in the well, game. Well, I got a thumb up. What was the I thumb saw. up? I honestly don't remember specifically okay. what All right. it was. We just got to take a <laughs> word for it, I got it. Uh, I failed in my goal. My goal was to get Jones to say... or So I had to say, Jones, don't call me baby. So I was waiting for Jones to end any sentence with baby. Never happened. Didn't happen the whole podcast. I don't think that's happened on any podcast. Jones, <laughs> you're a baby kind of guy. You're like, hey, baby, hey, let's baby. go, baby. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> happen. Not to you. Failed my goal. <laughs> you're no baby of mine. <laughs> you're no baby. Jones, don't call me baby. Uh, uh, let me tell you about Easy Allies and, and Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. The two are 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 intertwined. The fates. Of Patreon depends on Easy Allies. Where would it be without us? Uh, (laughs) It's not intertwined. It is not a symbiotic relationship. We depend on Patreon, just to be clear. That's why I I twisted it that way. Uh, 
Easy Allies is a group of conspiracy theorists who are searching for the Huffalumps. Uh, we make videos about video games because we love video games so much. We uh, do podcasts. We do reviews that we kind of talked about. We do previews. Ben is on location for a preview at this very moment. Uh, we do video game type stuff, and we also do non-video game typey stuff. We do uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. We, uh, we do lots of live stuff we, for Gamescom. We'll be streaming live Gamescom stuff because we love doing live things. It's actually very interesting. Uh, it's a cool part of being in video games media, I would have to say, is doing live stuff. Really cool stuff. Uh, so check out patreon.com slash easyallies to see how you might be able to uh, help us along, help us do these things that we do. And uh, I'll throw in an extra pitch there. Oh, please do. DLC pitch. <laughs> Show your friends. Like, really, like, you know, we, we've talked about how important, like, the $1 sure. patrons are, but, but I think, like, on top of that, the most important thing is, like, yeah, like, if, if you like us, recommend us to people you know, so, that you think would like us. So, what do I what do I show my friends? What's the best way to introduce them to well, Easy Allies? If you're listening to this, then I'd, I'd say this might be the Easy Allies w- one, of, one of the first things. Okay. Or a review. A yeah. review is pretty safe. You could say, look yeah, at how well these people do reviews. I feel like that's pretty safe. There's people constantly finding us through the reviews. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, like I wouldn't start with a betting special. I think that'd be like <laughs> it's hard to penetrate. You need the right. you need yeah. the lore behind it. I yeah. wouldn't start with a with a three hour frame trap. Although you might find some way to like <laughs> if your friends there with you, mm-hmm. like let them listen to some conversation. Yeah. For ten minutes. Or listen, something. this is Damiani. You just you gotta get it. You gotta understand. <laughs> um, we're all hard to understand. Cool. Yeah, blood. That's a cool tip. I like that. Uh. By the way, we have to split the responsibilities. When Don wins, we get oh, to yeah. split the responsibilities. One of you will get to share your Twitter handle with the world. One of you will get the final word on anything you've disagreed with or simply want to reiterate. One of you will get to promote any Easy Eyes video you would like to promote. And one of you will get to sign off with your trademark sign off. May I suggest Michael Huber, please? <laughs> okay. Uh, but who wants Twitter? Go for it, bud. Okay. Yeah. Who wants the final word? Go for it, blood. No. Okay, so Huber, you have a promoter video and t- trademark sign-off, okay? Okay. All right, oh, Daniel Bloodworth, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, my Twitter handle is at uh, dbloodworth2. Great. And uh, my final, final word. word. Yeah. Uh, my final word, I don't remember saying fishy. I think I broke the streak. No, I have. Uh, final word, sorry. I'm so sorry. That was breaking the final word. I'm oh, sorry. Whoa. Repeat it. Repeat it, blood, because I cannot. I, I cursed your final word. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I cursed. I, th- I, cursed. I, I think I broke the streak. If not, uh, put timestamps in the corrections. Michael Hubert, it's your turn. What are you promoting? What video would you like to promote? I don't know. Do you guys have any good ones? Oh, Hubert. Yeah, man. We got lots of good ones. Super lazy here. <laughs> I don't know what's what going on. put up this weekend? <laughs> the exclamation point uh, game. He was fierce. <laughs> Check out. Uh, all right. If you are... We just talked about Yeah, it. if you are lukewarm or if you don't know what Hellblade is, uh, check out the Easy Allies Hellblade review. I made sure to keep the spoilers to a minimum slash non-existent. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, Should there's... I watch it with headphones on? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know when you start the game, Kyle? Yep. It says we recommend you use headphones. Wow. Like... They really do? Yeah. Yeah. Creators so, so like white white letters over black. It's like before like you even like it's load like, it up. Use headphones. Binary audio. Plug in your headphones right now. Right now. Exactly. Okay. What do you think about that? Creators intent. I think it's a little cute. I think it's a little cute. Come on. 
Let me play how I want to play. You know? Sure. Alright. FINAL FLASH! I am yeah. enjoying these microtransactions.